0: The next group we're going to hear is bringing us in for their second episode, and they are interviewing a teacher today. Um, 10 Under 10, these guys always bring some level of randomness, but it seems to always tie together in a good way. So I'm looking forward to hearing these guys. So without further ado, let's get started today. Hey,
1: hey, welcome to 10 Under 10. This is
2: Alyssa. And this is Kristen. And And we're your hosts. hosts. Today, we have a special guest joining us for episode two of 10 Under 10. Because today, we're doing a special interview version of our show. Instead of 10 facts, we're going to be asking our interviewee 10 questions and throwing in random facts along the way. Randomness. You can't expect anything less from us. Last time we were here, we discussed eighth grade. Today, we're going to be jumping back into seventh grade by introducing you guys to our seventh grade ELA teacher. Mr. Man. Okay.
1: Okay. So to get started, we want to know, if you're stuck with one or two of your favorite candies, what would they be?
0: A Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Mm -hmm. and a Kit Kat.
1: Okay, so we have heard, and let us know if this is true, you get fresh from the factory, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup straight shipped
2: to your house.
0: That is a secret most people don't know, but yes, that is correct.
2: (laughs) Okay, so our first real question is, (laughs) how did you become an ELA teacher, and who or what motivated you to do so?
0: I I got my bachelor's degree in English from Hofstra. And then I really didn't know what I wanted to do afterward. So I took a year or so off from um, in between undergrad and graduate. And then I don't know, there there was like a spark that went off somewhere in between there. And if I was to talk about inspiration, I would say probably my junior year of high school, my English teacher, Mrs. Anderson, she was my ultimate inspiration because we worked, but we laughed a lot. And I made the connection that like writing, reading can be fun and we can make jokes and that kind of stuff. So that's probably my, uh, the biggest source of inspiration.
2: Now, correct me if this is wrong, but were you an ESP teacher?
0: I, I was an ESP teacher for about four years at the middle school. It was when they switched up the schedule. I wasn't able to do it. It was one of my favorite classes I ever taught.
1: So how long have you been teaching?
0: This is my 16th year at Herrick Middle School. All of my teaching years have been here. I actually, I student taught at Herrick's High School in the fall of 2007.
2: What would you be doing if you weren't a teacher?
0: Um, as a child, I always had a dream of driving an ice cream truck. But I don't know if I'd be doing that. <laughs> um, probably something involving writing, maybe in publishing or, or something along those lines. I always say, like, I want to write a screenplay for a television show, um, but that's far easier said than done.
1: So we've heard that you're a fan of going to different concerts. mm have you ever, like, been to someone's concert and gone again because you've enjoyed them so much? Or, like, what's your favorite artist?
0: I've seen the band U2 23 times at this point. And my, my all-time favorite is the Foo Fighters. I saw them, I think I'm up to 22. I like being part of audiences. Yeah. Like, when audiences get very involved and there's, like, something to be said for when you're in a crowd with, like, thousands of people and everyone singing the same song. Um, it's pretty powerful.
2: And is there a band you want to see if you have not gotten a chance to see it?
0: Um, someone I haven't seen though, I would have loved to have seen the Beatles, like all four, <laughs> and um, maybe Led Zeppelin. But uh, pretty much everyone that's still around, I've I think I've seen everyone that's on my list at this point.
2: So like songs and literature, like they sort of connect because of the mm-hmm. words. So you sort mm-hmm. of like you're drawn to that.
0: Yeah, like when I'm reading, I'll keep a record of some of the lines that stand out to me. And um, same thing with music, like there'll be a lyric and sometimes it's even not a lyric. Sometimes there's just a melody that sticks with you and becomes really meaningful. So
1: So does that apply to like TV shows as well? Do you have like some favorites that stick with you? Like something that we should be watching?
0: I get some of my suggestions from seventh graders. I finally watched Stranger Things this summer um, and that was awesome. Um, My favorite television show of all time is the show Lost. And I would recommend it. If you haven't watched it, it's definitely worth going back.
1: What's it about?
0: Uh, It's about a plane that crashes on a mysterious island. And they're trying to escape. But then as the show progresses, there's weird, unexplainable things happening. And there's much more of a backstory to the reason why they're there. And it wasn't so much of an accident after all. Um, But it's one of the most compelling stories I've ever ever followed.
2: That Um, actually leads us to our next question, which is, if you were stuck on a desert island (laughs) and you could bring... One meal, which one would it be?
0: Oh, it would have to be like burger and fries. I'd probably go if it's like something I'm eating for the rest of my life. I'd probably go to like a diner, like a diner burger, and the fries have to go on the burger. Is that weird? (laughs) (laughs) They're the not necessarily the steak fries, not the very thin cut fries. You know, the the standard diner fries, and they fit perfectly on the burger.
1: So, what do you think people should be reading right now? Is there an author that's underrated, deserves more fame?
0: As far as middle school students, I've been I've been touting this one for over a year now. Um, I think the Scythe series by Neil Shusterman is amazing, especially if you're into dystopian. Um, I think it's one of the most well-written dystopian series out there. He actually has a, several other series that came before that one, um, and all of his stuff keeps me pretty engaged at this point. And I think most of the students that have decided to start that one have um, have not regretted it either. There's a YA author named Jandi Nelson, and she wrote one of my favorite YA books called I'll Give You the Sun. And at this point, I think she still only has two books out. I've been waiting almost like seven years for the next one. So when she, uh, whenever that happens, I'll be reading.
2: Yeah, I've also read the Scythe series because you presented mm-hmm. it to the class. And I think it's interesting because it sort of gets you thinking about what would happen if like, all of the diseases in the world and all of the problems were like fixed, quote mm-hmm. unquote, because... It sort of looks like a utopia, but really people are getting picked to get killed. So I see why you like that, because it's like sort of like a deeper meaning.
0: Like most dystopian, I think it seems like a world far removed from our experiences. But in reality, it brings up a lot of questions that that do make you wonder. And like you said, that if everything was, quote, perfect, I think we know that like new problems always present themselves, things that you don't necessarily think about. Um, So it's, yeah, it's one of those really thought provoking stories where maybe things wouldn't be better if we solved every problem we have.
2: Another book that you showed the class was The Outsiders. And we know that it's been a big book in seventh grade. How many times have you read that book in total since you've shown it to the class so many times?
0: So be an estimate, of course. But I, I personally have probably read the book 75, 80 times, I think. I might be able to recite the first chapter to you.
1: Has that been the book for seventh grade every
2: year since you started?
0: Since since I started, that one has always been on the list.
2: And you've been reading this because of your class, obviously. But do you think that it appeals to you even if you didn't have to share it with the class?
0: It does. No matter how much time passes, we're always dealing with the issue of, of identity and figuring out where you belong and where you fit in. There's always conflicts between between social groups, between classes. Um, and for me, it's also like there's a there's a heavy dose of nostalgia tied in with that book um, because I read it when I was in middle school. And um, so even like reading the book, seeing the movie, it, it kind of brings me back to to middle school. It's become like a seventh grade rite of passage, I feel like. It's taught in almost every middle school in the country.
2: Even though it's been written a long time ago, I feel like every year you read it, it sort of conforms to like real world issues Mm -hmm. today
0: yeah the problem kind of resurfaces in different ways throughout the years and so you can always find new ways to keep it fresh and pair it with things that are going on in the the real world in the like current events you could always find something that fits like it's an ongoing issue that um it's not like a generational thing it's like every generation has that kind of struggle so yeah as far as i'm concerned it's timeless
1: so to move on to a bit of a lighter topic to wrap up our show, Kristen and I want to know what are your favorite and least favorite things about us from seventh grade.
0: About you yeah. personally? Oh, this is tough. I don't know if I have any least favorite things about you. I don't think I would have allowed you in the room <laughs> if I had any least favorite things about <laughs> you. Um, I, I think I would say like, is it okay if I speak like about a gr- like your grade as a whole? Yeah. I think the most noteworthy point I can make is that you all made a rather difficult set of two years in all of our lives a lot more joyful. Um, That in a year when we were all kind of struggling to figure things out, not just in school, but in life in general, no one knew what was happening for a while there. It was always reassuring to have a place where we could come together and read, talk about what we're reading, write, laugh, share jokes, that kind of stuff. Last year's group, I think that's what I'll always remember.
1: Yeah, I think seventh grade was definitely a difficult experience, but
2: definitely, like, joyful moving through. it.
1: Yeah,
0: but we pulled each other through that.
2: So that's it for episode two of 10 Under 10 with Alyssa and Kristen. We had a really fun time talking with Mr. Mian today, and we hope you guys enjoyed listening. It got to some sort of philosophical level because you can't expect less than that from an ELA teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and hopefully you guys
1: learned about the inside scoop of English teachers and things that you would have never known before. We definitely learned something. New and something deeper, like Kristen said. And next time, we look forward to 10 About Sports. That's going to do it for me. And that's it for me. Catch, Catch you, next you next time. time. Bye. Bye.